0: And have a dope day. Downloads of this show are available on potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to yet uh, another beautiful episode of Two Thumbs Undecided on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, I am joined today uh, by the exquisite uh, group of Trashhead Productions. How do you you guys want to introduce yourself
2: to the... Yeah, uh, we're Trashhead Productions. Uh, This is Mike.
0: My name is Matt. And my name is Cammie. And what do you got... Oh. Hmm.
1: Yeah, okay, that's working. Um, And do you guys want to say real quick uh, what your role is with each of the...
2: Uh yeah so I do um a lot of the directing and editing mm-hmm. and sometimes cinematography. Mm-hmm.
0: I do uh graphic design, creative direction type things. Gotcha.
3: And I produce and bust both of their balls. <laughs> ah,
1: cool. Well, thanks for guys uh for coming in. Uh and I guess we'll we'll just start off um by asking <clears throat> how did you guys all meet? And was it and how, I guess, did trash
0: head begin? Sure. Um, so, me and Mike Suchman here grew up on Long Island, right outside New York City. Um, and we went to high school together and we met in about 10th grade. Yeah. yeah. Um, we started doing photography together also in 10th grade because that's how we really got to meet. Wow, and, very formative year. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, last night we just did a deep dive into our past. <laughs> Oh. Where we discovered a Facebook feature where you can search by year. And we were getting really deep into these photo sets. Yeah. And uh felt like time traveling
2: was very <laughs> strange. It was. Um, Yeah. And then Camille and I were randomly assigned roommates when we went abroad. Oh, you were roommates. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. We went um to Prague with both our schools. Uh-huh. And yeah, we were just randomly assigned and...
3: It was great. Yeah, my first words to him were, I'm so sweaty, I need a shower. (laughs) Um,
1: And that was the beginning. And that was the beginning of a beautiful (laughs) friendship. Sounds like a good production company. Uh
3: (laughs) Yeah, and we just got really close through like the trials and tribulations of existing abroad. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we always knew we wanted to work together. And they started working on music videos. Um, Yeah, it was...
2: Um, after college, Matt and I were actually on a birthright trip to Israel and we were just like sitting on the bus and we were just talking about. Yeah, well, we were having a spiritual journey, finding our souls but...
0: <laughs> in Judaism. <laughs> yeah, but re- yeah, we Is were that on this ride. Sorry.
1: sorry, was that where the name came, or like, did you have the name while on this? No, no, this the name pilgrim- came much later. But oh, okay, we were
0: actually, yeah, we were driving just deep into the desert for this one specific trip, and it was taking forever, and there was no service or anything going on. And Michael's like thinking to himself, "Who can direct a music video for?" And we were just going through all the possibilities and all our previous connections. Um, And I used to work at a pizza place with um, a pretty talented musician who's also from Long Island, Mm -hmm. um, who plays in a band called Oso Oso. Um, And -hmm. recently, before this, he had uh, purchased the rights of one of my photos to use for his album cover. I Um, saw that.
1: That was really cool. Oh, thank you very much. Then you also, like, you, you had the record and you also, like, put the photo on the record itself, like, in the... The oh,
0: space, yeah, yeah, on the the mid on the actual, section. it yeah. all kind of it made it seem really cool. Thank you. Yeah, website. it's really cool. I wasn't not actually the designer of the package of the album, but they just paid to use my photo. Oh yeah. Um, and I had a pretty cool working relationship with him, so we were just looking for an opportunity to make a music video and put two pieces together. Um, and then from there we were like, and and in that process we were just enlisting our friends, and Cami was one of those. She mm-hmm. played a big part in uh. She was on the other side of the camera for that <laughs> project. But yeah.
2: From there. Well, there was there was a shot in the video. We were shooting This at, for the reindeer games? Yeah, for oh, reindeer so, games. Oh, so oh, so, gotcha. We were shooting at a beach and it was like after Labor Day. There was like it was like completely deserted. And there was all these like trash cans just like everywhere and Matt was like, Alright, I'm just, I'm just gonna put one of these on my head for a shot. <laughs> oh yeah. And the shot we ended up getting, Matt just kind of replicated over to the logo because we were just trying to think of yeah. a name. Yeah,
0: yeah, we were like when it was getting time to release, um, like deadline was coming up or whatever. We were like, so are we just Matt and Mike, or because <laughs> also before Kami was more officially involved in the uh-huh. Um So we we're like, yeah, I guess we'll we'll come up with a name to put this under. We didn't put too much thought into it, and yeah, the trash head imagery sort of stuck out to us. That was about it. And then a little bit later, Kami, just you want to talk about your interest and why
2: you. I just yeah I was like we really need a producer (laughs) because these two
3: boys are like great creatives but they need somebody to yeah you know
2: we need some producing we need that that help so um
3: and yeah and so I basically like saw that need and was just like I really want to help and you know I think you guys are both so talented and I want to be part of this yeah and yeah we became official back in August we formed an LLC and that's our like official birthday um like it, as matt described it once like back what like the reindeer games is more of their like dating anniversary for trash yeah. Ed, and then <laughs> august is more of our like wedding anniversary yes. um, um so yeah it's it's been great it's been a great journey since then we've worked on like several other music videos we've done a few short what well, we did plans and we're now in the process of working on another short which we will be shooting in like two weeks, two weeks. wow yeah. Yeah. well
1: before we uh jump in and talk about that uh one thing that i was i was interested in is the the term production company is it's kind of interesting now especially with like a lot of diys today it's more it's not like when you think of like production company of like an actual company it's more of just like a band of filmmakers <laughs> but what i think sets you guys apart from other like production companies is you guys kind of have like this brand that you it seems that you, you've you kind of been focused on making and I, I was wondering when you first started this LLC was there a lot of discussion on the future of it or was it just kind of like we just want to make films and this is our logo
0: yeah I think for me especially and these are like the two more filmmaker um, fellows of the bunch but after college I was just trying to find a way to keep making artwork and like not letting the structure of school like that leaving me mm-hmm. prevent me from still doing that thing. Cause I was really, as soon as I was leaving school, I, I was thinking I was finding my stride. And as mm-hmm. soon as I was leaving all these resources mm-hmm. and like this small community of people in Savannah, Georgia or went to school where everything was really easy to make things happen. And it was sort of making me sad. I was coming back home and I like didn't have this thing. And I felt like I needed to build up something around me to keep that creation going. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of all these things kind of fell into place. It wasn't like, oh, we need to start a production company after Mm -hmm. school. It was just like an outlet to keep making things. And um,
2: we want to keep making things, but be able to have some form of like cohesion around Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And
3: accountability. I think having, you know, for a lot of people that I know, like they, you know, are like, I'm going to make this. And then they lose track of that project. Mm -hmm. But this, there's a lot of accountability, not only do we hold each other accountable, but. You know, if we haven't made something in a while, if we haven't, you know, posted in a while, it like feels, you know, extra bad because it's mm-hmm. not just yeah. like we're like letting ourselves down or like not fulfilling our potential, but we're not fulfilling Trash Ed's potential. So. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And oh sorry, you're saying? Uh well now that you guys have had a little bit of like it's been a little bit since August, you've kind of formulated your, your company. Um I'm there's a lot of uh themes that seem to keep popping up a lot of drugs (laughs) a lot of a lot of hallucination dreamlike things uh and i was wondering if you had if there was like a central message or if this was it was kind of just a byproduct of what you want to make or is that now kind of ingrained into what like the hallucinogens the the dreamlike states kind of part of the identity now and do you embrace that or are you trying to like things
3: like. um i think the way that we were describing it to someone we we're talking to on thursday um we are making content that's weird and different and mm-hmm. you know kind of either controversial or just things that are realistic for us that we don't necessarily see all the time Yeah. yes a lot of it is influenced by mm-hmm. like weed and hallucinating and all of that but that's not like we're not a company that only makes like drug content mm-hmm. um yeah.
2: Yeah, I think uh, everything we make, we try to come at from a slightly off kilter tone mm-hmm. or a surreal tone. I mean, just as fans of surrealism and uh, absurdity, absurdity. Yeah, yeah, we always try to like try to take an idea and be like, well, how can we put just a distinct, weird spin on it? Yeah, a mm-hmm. twist. Even like yeah.
3: you know, just something on the more normal end. Like, what is something that we like we aren't seeing mm-hmm. that we want to see?
2: Um, yeah. Yeah, like uh, the film that we shot last summer, uh, our most recent short film, Plants, um, mm-hmm. it actually started because Camille had a film in the New York City Cannabis Film Festival a year prior. It was sort of a senior thesis film. This is um, a
1: favorite, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. And yeah, uh, Matt and I went to the festival. We went to see the film and it was great and it ended up winning Best Short that year. Mm-hmm. But there was something we noticed. There was a trend throughout all the films that whenever there was... A short film with a woman smoking weed, she was always kind of sexualized about it. Or like, or
3: would just, like, jump the bones of the main character, yeah. <laughs> who was always a guy.
2: Yeah. It was a weird theme we kept seeing, and we were just talking about how we felt like we didn't really see a character in media that's just, like, a confident woman who whose life somehow yeah, involves the, weed.
3: Where the plot, like, is around her. Because, for instance, High Maintenance is great, because it, you know, really shows so many people and how you know important cannabis is to a variety of people but what I found was that, like okay but that character is not at the center of the story and so Mm -hmm. we wanted to create something that had her whoever she was at the center of that story and it was a lot of talking a lot of back and forth a lot of discussing like my experiences with weed and Mm -hmm. you know how a lot of men have like been shitty to me like with weed and like my experiences like that so Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah it was interesting whenever well we'll talk about this a little bit later (laughs) I also don't want to it's not uh, released yet I got a special sneak peek of their (laughs) other film Plants not to be confused with Plant which was (laughs) uh, a mood board kind of uh, music video thing that you guys put out Um, but I also just want to start with on least based on like your website, your first official Trashhead production, which was also you only you have two like narrative shorts right now, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and the first one was Socks or yeah Penuski pa- the Czech film from your your <laughs> FAMU days yeah um, and I just based on your conversation, it seemed like that wasn't Trashhead at that point, but that eventually became Trashhead. Yeah, um,
2: uh, that was yeah that was years before Trashhead. Mm-hmm. Um but it had been on the festival circuit for Mm -hmm. a number of years afterwards. And by the time I felt like I was ready to stop submitting it to places, Mm -hmm. um, Trash had existed. And I was like, well, this is my film. I can do whatever I want (laughs) with (laughs) the show. I wanted to just release it. And it felt like a fitting home for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: It definitely belongs with your repertoire.
2: The absurdity.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah. Um,
3: Yeah. And that's something that we also strive to do obviously we like to make our own content and whatnot but Mm -hmm. we also want to be a place for people to like release their content through us um we have a few friends who you know if they don't have a home to put their project online like we'll talk to them and if it fits with what we feel like is our trashed brand would like happily give them a home
1: Mm -hmm. so you are starting to have be more of like a uh just like a production company where. You're having other directors come in yeah. and mm-hmm. making things and helping them out. Oh, that's so cool! Do you have anything right now that you can say that yeah. is like other people? You're helping out other people.
2: Yeah, there's um, a friend of mine from ours. Syracuse. A Friend of ours. Yeah, well, <laughs> he was a friend from college, friend. and then he moved to Brooklyn, and he. We're all we're all Joey's friends now, but <laughs> uh, his name's Joe Blank, and it's uh, oh, a good name. Right? No, right? It's, it's a such a good name. A, it's a shame they
0: got rid of his last name though. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop myself from saying that every time. It's loves out. it. <laughs> I don't know.
2: But uh, he was close with another friend of ours from Syracuse, uh, Andy John Mendoza, who's a great musician. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to do a music video together. And uh, I, I don't even really remember how the conversation started, but I think they were just talking about wanting to do that video. And we w- were just like, well.
0: Yeah, we're all just like hanging out. Ever, like in the same place all the time making stuff together anyway um joe blank helped on plans a lot um a few months earlier to that so we definitely wanted to pay him back in um, a significant way and we also want to help him out with his senior film that he released uh around the same time yeah a little bit after panofsky about mm-hmm. a year after that but yeah
1: but very good when you're helping out other people because typically in the trash head you're like the director you're the dp how do you or no
0: no, I'm not the DP. We have uh, someone else for that. But I, um, I do do photography around. Um, so the DP is someone that uh, Mike knows closely.
2: Yeah, he's uh, actually my future half brother. Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, his sister is marrying my brother. Oh, okay. It just worked out. He's like a very talented DP. Yeah, but Mike
3: uh, also does a lot of our film stuff. For, yeah. Like more of our like music videos and stuff
0: like that. Okay, sorry. Yes. So yeah, so, you so do... my role is um, uh, more production sort of things, helping put things in front of the camera, but I'm not holding the camera uh, okay. for yeah. our like lot uh, of motion direction. content. Yeah, but um, I'm in charge of more uh, still things. So okay, graphic content, photo content. But you like
1: did that. like the animation for yeah. the um,
0: the Pulp Friction? Yeah, like, that was a lot of your animation. Like yes. that was <laughs> that was a grueling process. For me. And, um, <laughs> as I really didn't know anything about animation when I took on that assignment. Um I'm pretty happy with how it came out though. Um and it was definitely a learning process. Um and that was about a year ago. I was looking in like a year memory type thing. And I recently after that project, I like really didn't want to dabble in that sort of thing anymore mm-hmm. just because of my patience level and attention span it mm-hmm. was just sort of not really working for me. Um but recently I did agree to sign on to another animation project fully and um I'm, I'm pretty, excited. To see it. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> forward to that. I I'll see how much I learned, how much uh You know how much uh, the the progress has advanced, and we'll see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, you guys haven't seen uh, Pulp Friction, one of their music videos. It was really interesting, Uh, (laughs) and a great deal because of the animation.
2: Yeah, Matt came up to it after he'd finished all the animation. He's like, "I'm never doing that again." (laughs) (laughs) But I'm happy. It seemed really intense. Yeah. A year
0: later, I completely. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
2: see.
1: But uh, but uh, what I was trying to ask before, but the If you guys, so you typically are, you do a lot of the production when it's when it's like the or some of the music videos, and you do the directing. You work out with arts, but whenever you are helping out other directors and other people that might have their own team, how do you guys split the roles when you're more on the production side?
3: Um, We kind of just have a conversation before, saying like, "What do you need?" Um, Mm -hmm. and not trying to step on anyone's toes. Um, We've been pretty involved in like the rough cut. Um, process where we'll give back our feedback but we end every single feedback session with saying like but at the end of the day this is your project this is just mm. how we feel so this is just const- constructive criticism mm-hmm. um, and then yeah throughout the process it was just kind of me checking in keeping him on task um, and you know like kind of helping create deadlines and just touching base um, yes. and then kind, kind of, of seeing structure. yeah and then just seeing I mean if we're not needed as much, that's great. If we're needed a lot, that's great. So it's just kind of establishing from the beginning what is needed.
2: Yeah, like it was cool on on the uh, on the music video that Joe Blank directed. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to do cinematography, mm-hmm. and Matt was like doing like grip work and uh, also still photography. He's yeah, promoted. and I appeared in it. And you um, appeared in it. <laughs> as a one. And he's going to do like the graphic design. So yeah, we we try to say like well, yeah, like, what can we do for you, and how can we use our skills to, like, further your project? Mm-hmm.
1: So you guys are kind of... It's like you are just, like, this helping hand <laughs> mm-hmm. behind other people who... Yeah, I was sort of yeah.
0: thinking That's... about it the other day. Like, it is a film production company, but on the other side of it, there's, like, sort of a branding agency... Yeah. Like, a- aesthetic building, I don't know, side yeah. to us, too, that we just just want to make stuff look good. And Maybe. it's
1: also, like, in today's day and age, I mean, the just having like distributing on like your Instagram or on your page, having that as well, like helps so much more It has helped so much in general.
2: It just like raises like a little bit of awareness and also allows us to, I think, keep ourselves on task just because we don't want to stop just updating. Like we want to be able to be consistent in that way. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Yeah. And then I think also like what we've wanted to do with trash, it is also create some sort of community. Like a lot of the people who help us continue to help us um, regardless of whether we like can pay them or not, which is amazing. And so we Mm. always tell people like, however, we can help you in the future. You let us know um, because you've helped us. And that's really important to us. Just like creating people and that we want to go to and who want to come to us, you know, over and over like certain actors. When we've auditioned, we've been like, okay, like this is someone that we can see working with in the future and like working with again. Um, yeah. that happened with um, Ethan Kirschbaum, the guy who plays in Plants. Mm-hmm. He um, was also in one of our music videos. And yeah, and it's just someone that like... Oops, sorry. Oh, I <laughs> um, that was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, but he's somebody that like we would love to, you know, keep working with just because a lot of, you know, the people that we've worked with for the most part have always just been like very warm, wonderful people who are just super down to do whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of want to test their range <laughs> and see like how we can throw them into different <laughs> kinds of roles and see how. Wow. I don't know.
3: Which is funny cuz you know, I started off with, you know, Mike and Matt like being in front of the camera and every so often I'll go back in front of the camera. Sometimes
2: and I... there's an emergency when someone drops. <laughs> so
3: they're like, OK, like she'll do whatever. And yeah, they've definitely like pushed my boundaries <laughs> before. It's amazing. Um In one of um our music videos, I like had a pillowcase over my head. They like he nailed me to a tree.
4: Yeah.
1: Um
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, Yeah, it's insane. They're fun to work with.
0: Thank <laughs> you. That's awesome.
1: That's so cool. That I I don't know. Like that's that's a really cool thing that you guys are showing people different ways to enjoy film, besides just the typical structure of just being the director, being the. It, it's more of just like this group of filmmakers coming together and making things. That's yeah. so interesting. And you guys are like the the hub of that. Yeah. I think we're great.
2: just trying to uh, make the stuff that we want to see. Yeah. Like stuff that we wish yeah. was out in the world more. Um, well. I guess
1: something I wanted to point out on your website, uh, you have a one of your, uh, look like about us is, it's a courageous tale of three friends coming together, <laughs> uniting their creative py- power to fight the forces of the mundane. I was wondering, what is the mundane? Ooh, the mundane.
3: Um, I think the mundane is, just, like, the typical, but the thing is, like, we want to show that, like, the typical can be weird. Um, and... You know something that's average. You know, redefining the average, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mundane is something that you would expect. It's the expected, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think um, some of the the mundane. I think about as like uh, some some of the artists I like. Um, there's one, Jeff Wall specifically, is a photographer, and um, like learning about him in school and other artists like in his sort of class and genre of work are described consistently as. Putting something bizarre in the mundane and those two words like floating around each other and I always sort of grasped onto that pretty early when I was developing how I wanted to have a vision and express myself so and I'm just really happy that uh, there's two like-minded people around me and we're all sort of on the same page doing that thing the mundane <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful name names who's
1: mundane <laughs> I want you to call people out <laughs> um well I guess now we can jump into uh your most recent short, Plants, yeah, yeah. um, and great film. Uh, when is it coming out?
3: Um, so right now we're kind of floating around the festival circuit. Uh-huh. Um, we back in January we're at the New York City Cannabis Film Festival, which was kind of a goal for us. Um, me coming from you know the twenty seventeen or whatever, um, festival, so it was great being back there, and then we won best short, which was amazing. Um, we are go- we. Got into two more since then, the Webisode Film Festival and then the Nevada Women's Film Festival, um, I think both of which are in March. And basically over the next year, we're going to be hearing back um, from different festivals. And I think once we kind of have had our fill of festivals and have seen, you know, what people think, then we'll release it and put it out there. Um, But it's not something that, you know, if somebody asks to watch it, we'll send them the private link and... You know, in, tell them the password.
2: Yeah, have like uh, a s- soft release of it.
3: <laughs> um, Just because, you know, we don't want to like hide it away from our friends and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, probably end of what year are we? 2019. <laughs> probably. I think
1: that all the time. I'm just like, wait, it's about, 2019? Yeah, I was about to say
3: end of 2018. That's over. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe end of this year. Um, Maybe beginning yeah. of next year. We'll see. Whatever makes the most sense.
1: One of the things that I, I thought was interesting is there's when she is selling spoilers, it's about weed. Uh <laughs> when she's selling uh the weed she says it's forty dollars. Yeah. That's pretty cheap.
3: I know. Well that's the thing. Like yeah. I refuse to ever spend more, more than <laughs> more 40? than more than forty on an eighth. For me that's like a hard wow. pass. Yeah. If mm. anything, I'll do forty five, but even for- then
2: it's like I have to find an extra five. Like it's just like it's just like it's for nice me. Like 40, forty
3: has always been my number. For I have eight.
2: never really seen forty. Really I have <laughs> to say, living
3: in Savannah
0: for me. 50 was, I had to suck it up because...
3: That was, like, D.C. Yeah, yeah. We, it was, like, yeah. 50... 50 like... or
0: 60, I was... 60, yeah, wow. For wow. Another. Yeah. Oh, my
2: God. No, no that's rough. <laughs> that <hurt>. No, <laughs> that I... Me. No,
3: well. when somebody was, like, 50, I was like, I'm taking my business elsewhere. I can't do this. <laughs> like, it's painful. But, yeah, no, 40 is... Yeah, it's a good price. I yeah.
0: Can... <laughs> I mean, we wanted to express to the viewer early on that this is a trustworthy dealer. Yes. And yeah. This, yeah. Is oh, like, wow. this is
2: just, like, a good quality, like... Knows her shit dealer. Yeah,
3: and, like, what we also wanted was, you know, she's, for the character Amy, she sells weed, but she isn't, you know, using it as, like, her primary source of income. It's kind of, we saw it as, like, a side income, something that she did out of convenience, and Mm -hmm. was like, I can make money off of this. But she's also not trying to rip anyone off. He's, you know, just trying to make an honest buck and Mm -hmm. keep it honest. And I think, you know, yeah, not trying to rip anyone off.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think it was really interesting because this this film yeah. seems to be different from your other work in that it, it was real. Like mm-hmm. a lot of your other things, like I said before, kind of dream, Hallucinogen, mm-hmm. but this seems like a detachment from that. Uh, and was that intentional or did you just like really want to say this story, and you were just like,
0: I'm not going to.
3: Yeah, I think it was very much um based on the story and what we wanted to say, mm-hmm. um, and. In a way, you know, we just wanted to, like, tell this story of, you know, how sometimes there is a lot of toxic masculinity in the cannabis world where you necessarily wouldn't expect it, Mm -hmm. Um, but it it exists. And it was something that was really important that we didn't really want to put too much else in there Mm -hmm. besides that to, you know, really get that point across. And that's something that moving forward um, we do want to tell more stories surrounding around weed um, spoiler for what's to come, mm-hmm. but that is something that we've talked about a lot and about creating sort of a series of honest stories about weed mm-hmm. and what it's like to be a smoker or to consume cannabis in your own way or not to consume
2: mm-hmm. I, I think also uh plants <clears throat> it's something that we want to keep grounded mm-hmm. and I think with a lot of our when we break away from music videos, we do shorts, I think there's a level of groundedness that we tried to imbue in it, but no spoilers for plants. But the way that the story goes, I think, kind of throws people off. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the absurdity. I think that, you can spoil we... it. All right. I, mean,
3: <laughs> Not <to spoil> it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm all for spoilers. <laughs>
2: Whoa. Pro spoiler over Ooh, here. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> Not a full spoiler, but everything's going great and easy for Amy until she gets a client that uh kind of fucks up her day and mm-hmm. he pulls her into a situation that's like pretty absurd and yeah i think
3: it's like the absurd of the reality yes that's mm-hmm. exactly it because
2: like, that could happen
3: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah oh. well I, I also
1: thought it was really cool uh the ending like, you do this a lot with your films where you have like the credits are still in the world Mm-hmm. And you just take a bunch of different stills, or just like still lifes or shots of different things as the credits roll. Yeah. I think that was probably one of my favorite parts was the ending in yeah. the credits of yeah. just them like getting That's high and just laughing and yeah. having fun.
3: That was honestly really great. They got so high after that though. <laughs> Is um, it well?
1: So I assume they so were. Yeah.
3: For the entirety of the other scenes, yeah. um, it was all tea, and same thing with um when we shot plant, it was all tea because we made a mistake on our first shoot for plant where i got too high and i like oh, gave a mike a look where I was like i can't do this anymore like this is so painful <laughs> like help me and he's like okay like keep smoking and
0: um <laughs>
3: the, the light, last...
2: the light we got it i was like yeah the shot looks so good we gotta
3: get it again. um but for that one we were just like if you want to smoke real weed that's cool if you want to smoke tea that's cool like whatever y'all want or like it's the last scene we're shooting uh-huh. might as well Make it a good martini. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and then um, it was really great. But they had a great time, and we all had a great time. It was funny. We are just like, just laugh, just make
2: jokes and laugh. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun set.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, we just told them, like, we arrived to the location, and um, there was a little bit of chaotic leading up to this because this was the very last shot and uh-huh. it was like leading up to this the end of a very long day long three days three days, days yeah, yeah. Um, this was like the very last location everything was filmed pretty chronologically and um yeah the, the two actresses at the end just sat next to each other and started getting to know each other immediately and they kind of hit it off and it really comes through in that end credit scene I think yeah no I... um yeah they were just genuinely talking and laughing and getting high together yeah point, no it, it, it really
1: came across it was really cool um what uh what was it um, was this i we were talking about it kind of about based on your own experiences? How much of this is based like an actual thing that happened to you or someone you know?
3: Um, I think the thing is, like originally when Mike and I were talking, I would like tell him we were talking about my experiences, and I very much believe that a lot of good film comes from your own experiences, but I don't like recreating events because mm-hmm. I think you become too attached. To being honest and truthful to what happened, that you get, you lose the emotion and it loses its ability to be relatable to other people. So we kind of took the essence of certain people who I've had to deal with who
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, just were kind of shitty to me. Um, I remember this one time I went over to this guy's place i ran out of weed and i he was like want to come over and smoke and i was like yeah of course (laughs) i don't have weed and i got there and we started smoking and then he like tried to make a move on me and i said no like i don't want that and he's like why did you come over then
5: Hmm. and
3: that's happened to me several times where i'll like go over to somebody's place and then after like we smoke it's just and it's just like weaponizing something that like for me is all about community and you know i've like offered you know, weed to my friends and like we'll happily invite anybody over and like never expect anything in return. And it was always like, Oh, well you smoke my weed. Like, now what? Like you're a weed girl. Like you yeah. know what to do. It's like no. That's <laughs> why wow. he
2: made a mark in the film, like a uh, a big narc. Yeah, <laughs> Mark the Nark. Yeah,
3: because um, he was a Nark, and <laughs> that's that... why we
2: named him Mark. Yeah,
3: because originally in the script, <laughs> sorry,
2: was... all marks out there. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it was actually in, in the first draft of the script we hadn't thought of a name yet, and... so we
3: just made it Narc, and then he was like, "Well, we have to name the Nark," and I was like, "Okay, it's <laughs> Mark, Mark the Nark." Um, but yeah, we Mark wanted the
1: narc. that should be a reoccurring <laughs> Mark the Nark. Mark.
3: Um, but yeah, we wanted it to be someone who you see him. You don't get like creepy vibes from him at first. You don't get like he doesn't seem like a annoying toxic person, but once you get to know him, like there's certain like microaggressions and like little things he says that are just like uncomfortable and that like really put her in a bad position. Yeah. Hmm. Bam.
1: So, what also about talking about like weed movies in general? What do you think it- is missing in general from other types of weed films that you think need to be more addressed I think maybe plants addressed?
2: I think uh, it's something that wasn't really seen a lot until I think High Maintenance does it really well. Um,
3: and Broad City, I think. They like... Broad City, yeah. yeah. For sure.
2: I was going to say, you guys have Broad City yeah. kind of vibes. <laughs> I think it's a trend that's just becoming more common just of normalcy. I think that mm-hmm. you can tell a weed story and it's not like... Just it's not like, like oh, Cheech and Chong and like I love most, Cheech like, Chong yeah. but
3: at the end of the day it's like that's not what it all is it's, mm-hmm. such,
2: yeah. it's
0: not on the type. outside of society anymore it's more in uh, our permeating. lives yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: which I think you know just reflects like the current current life as well
3: yeah as we're moving towards legalization I think having more representation and normalizing it is super important and normalizing a bunch of different stories which I feel like Broad City and High Maintenance mm-hmm. are working towards but you know, it takes time. And I think showing that a lot of people use weed and also exposing some of the issues so that there is equity within, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the cannabis industry and then amongst cannabis users is super important. Like you should be able to smoke with whomever and feel safe, just like you should be able to drink with whomever and feel safe. And I think as we're moving towards the end of or hopefully towards the end of prohibition, that's something that we should be starting from the beginning, um, as opposed to fixing that later on.
1: How do you think the converse or like the film would change if this was not about weed? If this was more about like acid or shrooms, would it would it be a different kind of film if you were like replace the two? Would there, the innocence be kind of gone there a little bit, or how would you approach that differently?
2: I mean, not really. It's not because for all the things, it's not something that really should be demonized. It's just a level of like carefulness and like yeah.
3: responsibility,
4: responsibility. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: you know like either way like there is like a sense of responsibility with any sort of you know not hard drug or like with drugs in general like you need to be responsible like you need to smoke responsibly drink responsibly
2: take you know, shrooms responsibly take shrooms yeah. responsibly
3: like all of those mm-hmm. things require level of responsibility and maturity mm-hmm. um and so, if she was selling him shrooms, I think it would still, you know, at the end of the day, be. I'd be curious
2: to see that. I would be curious. To see <laughs> yeah. That.
3: But, um, you know, at the end of the day, obviously, those might have different experiences. But at the end of the day, it really boils down to ha- being able to use those drugs.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um. And, uh, going on. Uh, so you said previously that you had, um like a few films that you're still, you're, you're in production yes. right now. Uh, on your website, you said it's, these are several horror films that yeah. are in production. Uh, is there any details that you can give about these up and coming yeah. films? Yeah.
2: Uh, well, one of them was shot actually um, the end of my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called It Lives in the Closet. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a coming of age horror film in the vein of like amb- like 80s Amblin films. Hmm. Um, that had a very long and rough road of post-production. Um, so that is currently on the festival circuit, but Uh yeah, eventually they'll get released. Um, but, uh, two weeks from now, we're shooting a short, uh, roughly about like six, seven minute, uh, horror thriller.
3: I would say it's more of a thriller. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's it's very atmospheric, um, and not. So much plot driven. It's mm-hmm. kind of just uh, putting you in a character's position, making you emotionally feel what, what she's feeling. Damn. Yeah, um, and we
3: just uh, finished ca- our auditions yesterday and we're mm-hmm. telling our actors today. So, yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> we,
1: sh- we should. Tell the actors right now. On air. (laughs) On air. (laughs) (laughs) air. Live reaction. They should be listening. You guys posted about it. If they really cared, they should be following (laughs) your moves. If they really want the role. (laughs) If they really want the role, they text us right now. We should do a code right now. (laughs) Just say the code. And if they don't know the code, (laughs) then it's just like, sorry, uh, you didn't listen to the show so that's interesting
3: yeah that's interesting that you wouldn't listen to us if yeah. you really wanted this. <laughs> um, i will
1: mark that down
3: <laughs> but yeah i mean we're really excited um it is you know there's minimal amount of dialogue and there it kind of culminates to this one monologue and you know the people that we have auditioned they you know were really amazing and moving and i got Chills for one, and cried for the other in front of them. Um, <laughs> like it, yeah, for the and, same part. Yeah, for the same part. Oh, wow. So it was hard to choose. Chills or
1: cry, which one? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know
3: you have to choose, but um, it. I'm really excited because it's going to be a very emotional film. I think. Um, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about it, but no, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it follows this pregnant woman, and what Mike was saying yesterday that really stuck with me is a lot of it is about like questioning you know moving forward in life and questioning whether you're making the right decisions and after a certain point of being pregnant there is no going back mm-hmm. and i think in a lot of decisions we can go back or we can you know change our mind but after a certain point when you you know are pregnant you have to do the thing
1: mm-hmm. um do the thing
3: and you gotta you gotta go the nurse comes in and
1: just like we gotta do the thing (laughs) you gotta do it the technical (laughs) term yeah
3: exactly Um, I studied medicine um but I it really stuck with me because you know part of it is her husband is kind of like gaslighting her in the sense where he's just like you you're like what everything you're feeling is just like not real and for me it's super interesting um just thinking about that sentiment and how that is just so powerful. And I don't know. I'm really excited to see it come to life. Um, And we also realized yesterday that like all of our guy characters suck. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
2: we like every, mark the narc, mark the narc, like, just this slightly ha- ominous people. Yes. <laughs> so,
3: um. Yeah, and we we're like talking about future projects, and each time I'd be like, "This guy should be like kind of shitty," and we're, like I was like, "Oh no, this was a good guy once."
1: He <laughs> should just be in like the background, though. Yeah, it's, just like, just I'm just here. so you can say like, yeah. a really happy guy, like in the a background. really nice
3: waiter. Just so know? if anyone calls
1: you out for you, just like we have that one scene with yeah. this <laughs> really nice, really Overly nice, nice guy. waiter. Yeah. <laughs> He does like,
3: great. His movie's coming soon. <laughs> his promise. movie's
1: coming soon. Very, very polite. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, talk about too much how polite he is. That guy was way, really nice so guy. overly polite.
3: Like, problematically polite. <laughs> just, like, annoyingly. Yeah. like, annoyingly.
1: He like like an asshole survived. he's so polite. <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited for that short. Um, do you guys have any advice for people who may wanting to start their own production company some things that you've learned in the process
3: um i think really surround yourself with good people i think if i wasn't surrounded with these two people it would suck um Mm -hmm. you know i think just knowing your role going into it and really knowing how much work it takes i up until i mean now i'm back to being unemployed but um you know for the past eight or whatever months I was working full-time while doing this full-time and so my social life kind of is sucks right now um beyond these two but I like had to put in all the time and you really need to know what it takes and whether you can handle it because it's exhausting there are days where I just want to cry because I'm so tired um but I do it and they pick me up and they're like no we got to keep doing it and I think we just like motivate each other and you know really make sure that we're all there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And collaboration is key. Yeah. And um, we definitely all have, um, like, if you could see our stat charts in uh, role-playing <laughs> video game terms, um, <laughs> you know, where where some of us are weak, the others are strong. Yeah. And, um, we really do form a full, whole circle. circle. And that's why I think we're able to um, deal with people outside and bring them in and have this network. And that's why I was able to work. And I think it, was, it was pretty cool. So... But also, it just takes not not stopping. Like, there's something that you want to express. Just just don't give up. Mm-hmm.
1: That'd be cool though. if On your website, you had like a uh, skill chart. Tra- like you had yeah. like, kind of like Pokemon <laughs> oh, sort that'd of be thing. So I've seen that on resumes before. We can, <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: Like, um, I went to an art school, and there was a lot of animation yeah. people. And I feel like I've definitely seen a, a vintage Pokemon style pixelated resume for an it's animator so that was like.
1: Do you think people ever submit that to like business, like to for like a yeah, bank or I, I something? So. <laughs> yeah,
2: just you know, I'm a little bit weird. <laughs> I'm quirky. Her, I'm quirky. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, uh, yeah, like just keep making stuff. Um, it's easy to get hung up on like pre-production and the uh, time and patience it'll take to get a project done, but you know, you have to keep going. Just that's how you get better and even if you don't have a budget like yeah a lot of our stuff is very very low budget <laughs> the reindeer games video was like basically yeah like that's the biggest thing a that few bucks. <laughs> um
0: like answering that question that you asked um i feel like most people yeah money doesn't come up but mm-hmm. that that is what holds most people back from yeah. doing those things like yeah when nothing else is stopping them so yeah working around that is is definitely a challenge for us still but There are ways to make very
2: low budget work. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: It's just, yeah, you just have to know how to cut corners, but like where to cut corners. Where not, you know, knowing where you can like trim a few dollars. Mm -hmm. And you
2: have to know just, all right, well, what can I do that can cost almost nothing but is still going to work? Because I feel like so many people sometimes will go at something that's a little too ambitious. Mm Mm-hmm without actually having the means or the funds to get there. Mm-hmm. but
3: Yeah, if, like, Plants was shot at my house. That was, like, yeah. hundreds of dollars that we saved. Yeah,
2: And uh, our next horror film is shot at my house. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's like a trilogy of houses. Yeah, next is Mike's. <laughs> yeah, gotta figure out something for mine.
3: But...
1: <laughs> That's so interesting.
3: But yeah, like seeing what resources you have on hand. Like, for instance, like, again, we fill each other's holes. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs>
1: yep. Don't, um, don't cut, That no, should no. be the uh, quote underneath. <laughs> uh, trash hit, fill each other's holes.
3: <laughs> but, you know, like, we help each other out. Like, I, everyone has friends who, like, know how to hold a camera, who knows how to do graphic design. Like, seeing who you know that would be down to help and creating mm-hmm. that community for yourself.
1: That's so interesting about the the rooms, though, because I was there's uh, Oscar Boyson who uh, he produced what was it uh, the one Greta Gerwig film, um, uh, Francis Ha. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. that their apartment was actually that was Greta Gerwig's apartment <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and his apartment, and so it's like that's something that people even like in the in Hollywood start out doing yeah. is just using their own space,
2: yeah. and so often um, I feel like a lot of good ideas come from just spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the, the horror film we're shooting, uh, I kind of just got the idea of, like, I'm, like, looking at Matt's house yeah, my, at night. One my day. house is scary at night. Do you have
0: a weird basement? At, yes, it's not underground, but it is um, maybe, like, a few inches. But it's just, like, a, a den, basically. But it gets very dark. Lots of weird creaking.
2: There's, like, a hallway in Matt's house that just... I looked at it at night, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's spooky. Yeah.
0: There was a period of time for a few months where... Um, Every night I would spend uh, you know, a few hours downstairs and then come upstairs to go to bed or something. And every time I would look down a hallway, see like giant towering figures for a split second in the shadowy shapes of being tired and everything. And then it would disappear and then I would go to bed like nothing happened. And I felt like that was happening for a little bit. And um, this film sort of has some of that feeling to it, I think.
2: Yeah, questioning um, if what you're seeing is really there like in your house at, yeah. at night. and And
0: the sounds, there's this... Ticking clock in my bathroom. That's I feel like I've grown up with. I've lived in the same house pretty much my whole life, and you know when my parents are sleeping and my sister's away at school and I'm the only one there. I just you can just like hear it when it's, there's nothing yeah, else and it's it kind of through the
2: house. It's like really really ominous. <laughs> yeah, Damn. so
0: that's something we want to include in this. I'm uh, excited to hear uh, all of these sounds <laughs> in this upcoming film. Um, yeah. Recently, there's this one's new. There's just it sounds like. <laughs> Like a river is entering an ocean through the walls of our house. Just like it's just pipes flowing with water, but I feel it's like this loud, is the yeah. mood board. <laughs> you
1: yeah. had plants, and now the next one should just be like sounds of the house. Sounds yeah. of Just the house. recording oh, the different just, sounds. We're like, just
2: gonna have our sound guide. Like <laughs> everyone has to be quiet for like a few minutes, and he's just gonna walk around. And, oh. like, every hour, there's like an ominous like bell that, like, tolls the the clock. Oh, yeah, Whoa, what is wrong with clock. your house? <laughs> it's more just like a, a small
0: grandfather clock. But oh, I don't, I don't just, call a call just a small one. Okay.
1: Yeah, like a new grandfather. Yeah, young <laughs>
0: grandfather. Recently, the kid just had a kid, so yeah, it's recent grandfather. My mom has been complaining about a lot, too, to my dad. And like, um, Yeah, the ocean came back last night. It was gone for a few days, but... Um, <laughs> and it's sort of... It's, it seems to be... Like, I sleep with my head right up against a wall in it, you know, and then sleepy dream state between.
1: So you don't even need to ever use like a a white sound like app or something. You can just put your head against the wall and and just like get get it away. That's beautiful. It's like the the house is like wishing you off to sleep. Yeah,
0: it's kind of creepy still though. Oh yeah, it's definitely (laughs) sound creepy but it
1: could be good if you spin it. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Well, uh, I want to transition now in the last 10 minutes to talk a little bit more about uh, recent nominations and a film or a an award ceremony mm-hmm. com- coming up, the Independent Spirit Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the only one I care about. <laughs> uh, so, um, we, I just want to see, uh, what you guys think, uh, about the films and which one you think might win. Uh, or what do you want to win and what do you think would win? Um, so for the Spirit, uh, Spirit, the film Independent Spirit Awards for Best Picture, uh, it's eighth grade, first reformed, which got snubbed by the Oscars. It did. Uh, if Beale Street could talk, uh, leave no trace and you were never really there
2: wow I actually didn't know that that last one was nominated and I, I love that movie so that's actually really cool it was nominated for yeah the spirit, I
1: mean the independent spirit award is normally they pretty like know good. Their shit yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: just the fact that 8th grade is nominated that's also like went so underrated mm-hmm. all the awards but I guess out of that, out of that I mean I haven't seen Feel feels you could talk I really want to and I haven't seen leave no trace yet either but I would say you were never really here. I'm just like a I big. I haven't seen that one. I like love Lynn Ramsey. Um, she hasn't made a movie since we need to talk about Kevin with Tilda Swinton came out like eight years ago. So this has been like a long time in the making, and it's just like scary Joaquin Phoenix for like an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> damn, it's good. What about you guys?
0: Um, so for me, I've only seen Eighth Grade. <laughs> um, I don't, I do not watch a whole lot of movies, but I do like them a lot. Um but I think Mike has the best opinion on these certain things. But oh, okay. grade, No, okay. your opinion matters. Okay, I, I see how it is. No, it definitely can be matters, but... When, <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar. Um, astros I don't want any confusion about that. <laughs> but um, for the most part, most of what I watch is what Mike shows me, and um, he never steers me wrong. But recently I watched Eighth Grade, and it really hit a deep spot for me. Um, Bo Burnham, specifically, um, I go way back with in my... Early days of mm-hmm. YouTube struggling. Um, he actually put up a video that I discovered really early on. It was like how to get famous on YouTube when he had like 20,000 subscribers. And I genuinely was looking for that advice and I clicked on that and discovered his work and kind of loosely followed him ever since. And the film really just harkened back to that first moment of how I discovered him and that. That was really cool for me.
1: Yeah, that was a really good film. I was <laughs> yeah. a huge fan of First Reformed. I honestly came in being a little first skeptical. Great. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. I, I first performed is great, but I meant eighth grade. Yeah. I was just looking at first reform, <laughs> but like I came into eighth grade, being fair, I was skeptical. Yeah. I don't know because there seems to be like a lot of these. It's just, like actors. a guy making
3: a film about like a young girl, and it could have been bad. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and I was like, and a, a first time director, like who? Yeah, you, you know, he just you know him as one thing, and now suddenly he's doing yeah. Something
3: else. And it was so pure and raw, and I, like I cried throughout that. It was just. So, I don't know. For me, it just, like, gave me so much. It just, like, brought me back to that time. And, like, that is a time I've really blocked out. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, really, more yes. so of any 100%. other time in my life. And he really brought me back there. And it, like, brought back a lot of feelings that I haven't felt in a while. And I also went with two uh, with one of my friends who I've known since kindergarten. And one of my friends I met in ninth grade. So, it was just, like, it was really special when I went.
2: So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, what about uh, First Reforms? You mentioned that before.
2: Yeah, um, I really like that movie a lot. Uh, I think it was like the best role I've seen Ethan Hawke in in like years. Um, but I wouldn't say it was my top contender. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, also got snubbed.
1: There were so many snubs. So many snubs.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. The Oscars are really just like losing it for me. But...
1: I yeah. I I really want it to not last much longer. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, I, we'll keep I think going. they need to
3: go back to what it's really about, and like they're really. Focusing so much on pleasing the masses when it's just like you're always gonna have viewers, you're the Oscars. Yeah, stop like reaching to get more, like you're not the Super Bowl. I you thought, know,
1: I thought it was so funny when they had the uh, best popular film
2: category oh, briefly. I don't know if that's still a thing, no, probably it's they, not. Like, they like announced it and then like everyone, everyone's everyone like, <laughs> this is so stupid.
3: But like, for instance, the fa- I don't know, there's just like certain films that I feel like are nominated because they were popular they made for, a for lot Best of Picture, money. yeah. And, like, for instance, Green Book, the fact that, that like, that is Oscar oh, bait. Like, that is something that, like, would I was have, so like... so upset. Go like it' I know. No, it's just, like, it's something that, like, was made, like, should have been made for the Oscars, like, 20 years ago. Like, nobody cares about that anymore. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's so antiquated. And they really need to work towards understanding what film is now mm-hmm. and what people want. And that's why I've been gravitating towards watching more television shows than actual films because I'm really not happy with where the film industry is right now.
1: You guys are the change yeah, for the that'd film. Be, that'd be cool. Of yeah. I
2: also will just not probably be watching the Oscars because it's the, on the day after we shoot the film. Oh, yeah. That'll... So I'm just going to be, like, in a cave editing, <laughs> just ignoring.
0: Um, I like what Camille was saying when you were earlier when talking about Green Book and Beale Street.
3: Yeah, oh, um, that on it. yeah. Um, I think that Green Book is made for um, old white people who want to think that racism is over, whereas Beale Street is actually made for people to like realize, okay, like racism is, still exists, and here are all the places it is ingrained in our society, and like that you know systemic and institutionalized racism exists, and the fact that like Green Book is winning over Beale Street is really emblematic of where we're at as a society where Mm -hmm. like people are just like you know media matters and how we represent certain issues matters and i feel like you can really put those two like one up against another and really see how people react to both how they
2: feel about racism and also the director of green book like has flashed multiple people so
1: So. it was the writer Mm.
2: oh okay well,
1: but I mean, still, either way. <laughs> either way, you might have been the writer director. I just saw like a thing that's at the screen. Yeah, right. but, but yeah, that, trash. yeah,
3: trash, either way, um, not trash, <laughs> head. actually, trash. garbage, <laughs> um, garbage. Um, but yeah, it's just like I saw I feels so we could talk and it was just so moving and so strong and just like made me feel so many things. I saw Green Book and I was like, OK, like
1: I forced myself to watch it just so I could have an opinion. I wanted to
2: like know the conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I was like. I d- I didn't I actually well I'll say this I pirated it because I really didn't want to Good. pay anything mm-hmm. and I was like I'm gonna walk out if if I don't I don't want to pay especially in New York things are like seventeen dollars yeah, exactly. that was probably like one of the biggest things when I came to New York I was like a movie is seventeen if you go to
3: Williamsburg Cinema it's twelve dollars and then nine dollars on Tuesdays and Thursdays um us little plug. Shout out. Yeah, shout uh, out. But, um, sponsor the show. But <laughs> Williamsburg Cinema and Night, uh, Nighthawk Cinema are two of my favorite movie theaters in the city. And they're both like super, well, relatively cheap.
2: That's good. Compared to, to normal <clears throat> New York City prices. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Highly recommend if anybody wants to go see a movie. Wow. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. Cause normally, uh, for some reason, Tuesdays seems to be like the time to have discounts yeah. for films. Like, that's true with like AMC as well. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But well, uh
3: like, museums are closed. On Tuesday? <laughs> Some museums are closed Mondays or Tuesdays.
1: Oh shit. Well that makes sense. <laughs> um well do you guys have any final words uh, about Trash Head Productions? You wanna promote your promote your film that's coming up? Or?
2: Yeah. Um well <laughs> Sorry, put you yeah, on the spot. I mean, the films will be out Eventually. Eventually. But, uh, on our
3: website, <laughs> TrashheadProductions.com. If anyone
2: really wants to see one, they can they can send us a message and we'll yeah. send them a link.
3: Yeah, and you can follow us on Facebook at Trashhead Productions or mm-hmm. on Instagram yes. at Trashhead Productions.
0: And you can find us individually through that one Instagram. Probably. Yeah, you can yeah. just find us. Find, no. us.
3: Uh, just find just us. Find yeah.
1: us. <laughs> yeah, definitely watch this space. Uh, they've had music videos uh, premiere on Forbes, Stereo, Gum. Uh, they've been at the Cannes uh, f- Film Corner, uh, and they just recently won uh, for the uh, Best Short for Cannabis Film Festival. So they have a lot of uh, good things ahead, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for coming by. Thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, of course. Very of course. great. Oh, I love the clapping. Thank you. I'm trying to play this music. Oh, sorry. What is- <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, wrong one. There we go. Uh oh, this is the All right, Oscars. Cool. Right. He played
4: off Lava and
5: wins. wins. <laughs> I've been to paradise and out the other side with no one to guide me, torn apart by a fiery wheel inside me. I won't hurt you, I won't hurt you. I'll golden and brilliant without illumination. Your mouth's a constellation. The stars are in your eyes. I'll take a spaceship and try and go and find you. I won't Strike me with your light.